Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, well, well, well. It's another glorious day of the week as we get to hang out and do the things that we do. Today is Tuesday, March the 9th of 2021. So there you go. Fun stuff coming across, of course, right away. Um, So let's see. It is day 68 of the year in only... You know, you know how this only thing goes. Only, only, only. 297 days to go. So how you thinking? How you feeling? How are things going on this lovely Tuesday? Yeah, this lovely Tuesday as we are starting around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. So we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios, as you fully are aware. And we are, of course, streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM because that is what we do. And then, of course, we're hanging out in this other joint, you know, that other joint place. Or sometimes we don't like to play it at all, I guess, is what it sounds like. So let's let's see how that goes. Um, so anyways, let's let's hit the button one more time and see what happens. You're being infiltrated. Radio B. Okay, so there you go. That is what is going across the multiverse. Anyway, so a lot of stuff going on in the morning as we are talking and moving and grooving and doing the things that we do here on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about it. A lot of things. So let's move forward and start talking right away about what is going on inside of the world of the trends because that is what we talk about. So what is trending? What is going on? What is moving and grooving and getting us moving on this lovely Tuesday morning? Oh, yes. Lovely Tuesday. So let's talk about it right away. The top five songs in each category, one for iTunes and one for Spotify. So let's take it from the bottom all the way to the top. At the number five spot, according to iTunes Music, was Neil Diamond with Sweet Caroline. At number four, Cardi B with Up. At number three, Ava Max with My Head and My Heart. At number two, Drake and What's Next. At number one, it was Bruno Mars with leave the door open hey hey now so there you go that's what's going on inside of that particular sequence if we go to the spotify side of the of the house here we go at number five was bruno mars so that's where you can kind of see the difference there so leave the door open at number four was want and needs this is all according to spotify at number three was the weekend with save your tears which apparently is just killing the charts if you haven't noticed that already and then at number two drake with what's next goldberg i don't know and then of course in the number one spot going around and about and talking about it right away is well of course the most important song apparently as of late is olivia rodrigo 
which driver's license. Yeah, we've played it about a thousand times, I think, on the station so far. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world. So there you go. That is what's going on. So because I know I will forget if we do not do it right now. So let's do it right this moment and get it into our systems and talk about this important thing that we talk about on a daily basis. And this is the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. There's a great anonymous quote that says, Do one thing every day that scares you. Sometimes this can be pretty uncomfortable, but that's how you grow. Think about that. If you get a new pair of shoes, for example, they're a bit tight. You need to stretch them out a little bit. Wear them in a little before they're super comfortable. In my case, it seems like once they're comfortable, it's about time for new shoes. But the fact is, you need to stretch them a little at first, and then they're super comfy. Same with you. Stretch yourself. Get outside your comfort zone once in a while, and you'll grow to be a bigger and better person pretty darn quickly. So maybe try something today that scares you a little. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. So there you go. That's John Smalls giving you the truth serum right there first thing in the morning. Anyways, if you want to listen to more of what John Smalls has to say, he is always available at RadioBig.fm in the afternoons. So you can come out, take a listen to exactly what he has going on. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world as we continue to talk. And, you know, I think it's funny. There's already people texting me inside of the, not in the chat box, but to my personal stuff. Off, getting all worried don't worry don't worry we'll get to it we're gonna get to it take it easy take a breath we're gonna move forward we're gonna talk about some things don't don't get all wigged out everything's good on this side or this neck of the woods um as we are talking anyways it is time to start talking to our friends and some feature story news so let's get that rolling and bowling right now here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Dozens of protesters in Myanmar have been able to flee after being trapped overnight in a district of the capital by security forces. The UN had appealed to the military in Myanmar for the safe release of the trapped protesters. Demonstrations continue in the country after last month's military coup. Global attention is focused on Buckingham Palace for a possible response to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's interview with Oprah Winfrey. Claims were made in the interview about racism, mental health and a lack of support for the couple from the royal family. UK government ministers are so far attempting not to be drawn into the controversy. Justice Secretary Robert Buckland wouldn't commit to calling for the allegations made by Harry and Meghan to be fully investigated. Uh, I've not watched that interview. I'm aware of it, of course, you. but you know, I, I think that for me to add my forepedeth to to this would not be wise. But, you know, these are matters within the royal family, and I think they're matters best left to Buckingham Palace. Every you know family place of work will have their own way of dealing with uh, matters like this. I accept they're sensitive matters, uh, but I don't think it's right of me to um, comment about them. U.S. health officials say fully vaccinated people can safely meet indoors without wearing masks or social distancing. The new COVID-19 guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention come as the U.S. has administered almost 100 million coronavirus vaccine doses. Giles Gibson reports from Washington. 
as well as issuing guidelines for fully vaccinated gatherings. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said non-vaccinated people can be included in certain circumstances. CDC recommends that fully vaccinated people can visit with unvaccinated people from one other household indoors without wearing masks or physical distancing as long as the unvaccinated people and any unvaccinated members of their household are not at high risk for severe COVID-19 disease. More than 30 million people have been fully vaccinated in the United States so far. A British parliamentary debate on the safety of Indian farmers has received sharp criticism from New Delhi. The House was discussing the ongoing farmers' protests in India, which have led to violent clashes between farmers and police. India calls the UK concerns baseless, as Ishan Gurg reports. The Indian High Commission in London says the allegations are baseless and the record needed to be set straight. It denies allegations of eroding press freedom in the country and says it welcomes protest as part of the democratic process. British MPs were concerned about the use of tear gas and water cannons on the farmers who've now been protesting for more than 100 days against the new farming reforms. They say the new laws could hurt their already dwindling income. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait, communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. 
Oh, that's always the fun part, doing the self-implosion on the airwaves, because that's what we do around here. Anyway, so let's start talking. Let's start going down the sequence of events of the things that are going on inside of the world. Anyways, it is 11 minutes past the top of the hour. You know, this portion of the show is not brought to you by 7-Eleven, but just in case, that is what time it is at this particular moment in life. So there you go. Um, So let's continue talking. Uh, Let's talk about what is going on according to the hit list. So taking it from the very top, here we go. Caleb Anderson, a sophomore at the Chattaluti Technical College, will be continuing his dream of studying aerospace engineering this fall as at his dream at his at his dream school, the Georgia Institute of Technology. You want to hear something? Oh, yeah. Here's the surprise part. He is just 12 years old. Yep. That's okay. What? You don't like the shirt? Lovely shirt. Is that that sarcasm? Nobody likes us, and we don't care. Yeah, welcome to the Violent Gentleman Club there. There you go. Caleb has always been ahead of his peers. He started reading it by the age of one and could solve math problems by his second birthday. He was just three years old when he was qualified for Mensa, a nonprofit organization for people who score in the 98th percentile of higher and standardized intelligence tests. In his second year of Chattanooga Technical College, Caleb has been talking, taking courses in physics, chemistry, and, and the world of American literature. He told Fox News that he hopes that his educational experience will land him an internship with Tesla. Well, shit, I think it would land him an internship with Tesla and then some. Hold on, but wasn't there like an HBO special recently about a really smart guy but ended up getting arrested? Oh, maybe I should go into that story. It's not very nice. Anyways, let's continue talking. Wall Street turned turned in a mixed results on Monday as investors brought heavily in shares tied to economic reopening and sold technology stocks. The Dow added about 306 points, while the Nasdaq plunged about 310, and the S&P 500 said about eh, 20 points, give or take. The Dow Jones Industrial Average surged about 650 points and lived listed the intraday and touched on new all-time record. High. Disney gained about 6% to lead the after-virus restrictions were relaxed in California and a Disneyland reopening was announced for April. Remember, that's the one without any of the rides being opened. You know, that weird thing. Technology shares had saw substantial losses during the season as Apple dropped 4.2%. Tesla fell 5.8% and both Alphabet and Netflix dipped Four percent. So there you go. There is the stock equation. Just in case if you're wondering what the hell was going on inside of there, because that's always some things to talk about. Anyways, protesters in Idaho staged a, ma- a mass burning event at the state capitol on Saturday to show their fr- their frustration over COVID related restrictions that continue to disrupt residents' daily lives. A video of the event posted on Twitter shows protesters tossing masks into fires that lit in garbage can bins. At least one person also tossed a photo of Joe Biden. Many of those gathered displayed signs reading, I will not self-suffocate. Last week, the Idaho legislator introduced a bill to make mask mandates illegal. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of that neck of the wood. Uh, so I don't know. If you if you start, it reminds me of the old days of when people used to have their little CD burnings and pissed off book burning things where they would be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that and then turn around and do it. I mean, of course, it's your right to do whatever the hell you want to do um, as long as you're not harming and, you know, and all that other fun stuff that we normally talk about. But think about it for a moment. So you're taking a mask that essentially at some point you bought. 
you're burning it, and then you're going to go somewhere where they're going to tell you you can't go in without a mask. It kind of defeats the purpose of burning the damn thing. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Oh, let's continue. Two people were killed and more than 20 were shot oh, shot in Chicago over the weekend. The CPD reported the shooting involving 23 victims from 6 p.m. Friday to 11.59 p.m. Sunday. Of those 23, two were killed. One of the victims was 51-year-old man who was shot in the head Sunday evening while, while sitting in a car. He was rushed to a local hospital, but he could not be saved. Two kids ages 11 and 15 were shot on Sunday. Both suffered multiple gunshot gunshot wounds, but are expected to survive. No arrest has been made. The violent weekend comes after the police warned residents along the city of Golden Coast about a string of incidents in which shots were fired into the building of multiple uh, on multiple occasions over the past month. The CPD currently is investigating the shooting. Yes, you do say Chicago again inside of the box. Unfortunately, Chicago is now starting to take the place of what we used to talk about all the time of earthquakes. But now Chicago is taking over in regards of us talking about them all the time in regards of shootings, it seems like. So there you go. I don't know. And we talk, I mean, and this is where it can get kind of strange depending on how you want to take a look at it because we can start talking about gun control. And some people are going to be like, well, now you're kind of do talking about the people that are trying to do the things legally and so on. If somebody wants to get a hold of a gun, they still can, blah, 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 the typical stuff. But, hey, we need to take a look at something here. I mean, this seems to be an ongoing problem. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the second city as much as the next person does, but not probably one of my default destinations in the next little bit. And I'm going to tell you, by probably me talking about it, it's going to probably get me an array of shit for doing so. But think about it. It's a little it's a little crazy every time that we're reporting this on a Tuesday when we're starting to talk about what the hell's going on in Chicago. Now, that's not me bitching to bitch. That's me to talk about letting you know what's going on. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, the CDC new guidelines on Monday for those who are fully vaccinated against the coronavirus, as we were just hearing a few moments ago, but let's go into some more detail. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the director of the Federal Health Agency, announced that those who are fully vaccinated can spend time with unvaccinated people indoors without a mask. Should they attend any sort of large gathering or indoor event, which is not which is not recommended by the CDC, they should still wear a mask and practice social distancing. Walensky also noted that that should anyone who have been fully vaccinated get exposed to the virus, they do not need to quarantine if they are not exhibiting symptoms. According to the data of the CDC, 9.2% of the U.S. population is now fully vaccinated and 17.7% have received at least one dose. So let's think about that. That means one in 10 people, give or take, have been fully vaccinated. So can you count to 10? Well, I hope you can. And tell me at least of one person that you know that is fully vaccinated. Then can we count and then say one in five has already received one dose. Can you name anyone off? 
You, and here's the fun part. I mean, because we could talk about a lot of stuff. So are we going to get to the point now where we're qualifying our friends and family that we hang out with? Hey, I'm just asking the question. Um, by the way, before you come over, have you been fully vaccinated? Have you been partially vaccinated? Um, the other side, are you justifying? Are you justifying? How you are living your life. Are you justifying how you are doing things out there? Are you doing the things that you need to do in the proper life way for us to be able to hang out together? I mean, come on. How is, what, are you going to have a questionnaire? Matter of fact, let's do this together. Why don't we build an app where we question people? Before they come over to your house or you hang out with them in regards of how they're living their life, how they've been vaccinated and what the hell's going on. It's just a conversation piece. Or just remain in isolation for the time being. I don't know. I mean, think about it real quick. How the hell is that going to sound when you come to somebody and you say, hey, can you fill out this uh, this little survey for me before we move forward and are able to hang out? Because you must live within what my protocol standards are of you living your life to see if we're going to actually um, hang out together. Because that's how I live my life. How asshole-ish does that sound? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, high schoolers in New York City are gearing up to head back to the classroom. The Department of Education, the Department of Education announced on Monday that 20% of the city's nearly 300,000 high schoolers will return to in-person instruction later this month. As part of its staggered reopening plan, the city's first reopened elementary schools in late November, followed by middle schools last month. So what do you think there? I mean, so we're talking 300,000. We're going to talk about staggering. Now, is it depending on where you're located of course, across the country, it kind of varies on how school gets done with. I mean, there are schools that are done as soon and as early as May. So what is that going to look like? Is it going to make sense um, to actually move forward with that? Is it going to make sense to go send your, your kid to school for a limited amount of time if they're already doing the virtual sessions? I mean, and that's the stuff to think about. A lot of strange things, of course, going on inside of there. But, I mean, I think it's interesting on how it's working. Or should the focus be of, okay, I know as we speak today, we're saying that the vaccination should be for 16 and above. Should there be a focus on getting vaccinations in place for maybe that where children can take it if needed? And that way, when they get into the fall semester, we can start moving forward with that. I'm just asking the question. I don't know. The people in the box know better than I do. I just ask the question. You tell me what you think. I mean, you can disagree and you can't agree and you can tell me, hey, you're cray cray. And that's perfectly fine as well. Anyways, let's continue talking. Hundreds took to the streets of Minneapolis on Sunday on the eve of ex-cop Derek Chauvin trial in the city in the death of George Floyd. The protesters displayed a white coffin draped over flowers and called the racial justice and halt to police brutality. The march remained peaceful as the group gathered outside the Hurricane County Government Center where the trial will take place. 
Jury selection was originally set to begin yesterday, but the delay at least a day due to a, a dispute, oh, excuse me, a disputed additional charge on the third degree murder against the former police officer. The, this is according to the Associated Press. Derek, 44, is charged with second degree murder and second degree manslaughter in Floyd's death. So what do you think here? I mean, and let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, and of course, a lot of people have seen the video. Of course, everybody on the planet has heard about this one way, shape, or form. How do you think this is going to work for Derek in that particular regard? Is he going to have a fair trial? How is jury selection going to go? And I'm just asking the question because remember, we supposedly live somewhere that we are all innocent until proven guilty. And I'm not justifying one way, shape, or form, so let's not get it confused here. But let's think about this. How is that going to work? Maybe that's part of the conversation that we have going forward. Because I don't know. What venue can you put this trial in where it's not going to be looked at of potentially tainted? I mean, let's let's just be realistic. I mean, and of course, this is court of public opinion as we are having the discussion. I'm not trying to be mean, crude, or anything. Believe me, a lot of us have seen the video. A lot of us have seen what has happened. So we have to be realistic when we take that approach. We can't just turn around and say, "Uh uh-uh, and act like we don't know. So let's just kind of be, let's just be realistic. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit. A bill being proposed in California would make it illegal to advertise section of retail stores as just for boys or just for girls. The, uh, the bill AB1084 was introduced into the California legislation la- late last month by an assembly member wanting to do away with gender signature in big department stores. The retail the retailer's website should have changed their categories too. So instead of boys and girls, the section should say kids, unisex, or gender neutral. As for why lawmakers want to make this official, it all comes down to fairness and equality. Well, and I think it's going to be, is it really equality for kids? I don't know. I mean, what do you think when you hear something like this? Because here's where it gets kind of interesting, and let's talk about it. Because, I mean, and I think that this is an argument that some have had for a long period of time as we do talk about this. You know, for the longest time, we had PPE that was available, and it was mostly designed for males. Let's just be realistic. It wasn't a good fit for for most females. So now, all of a sudden, we have this proposed bill coming into place. So how does this work? Because here's where it's going to get a little bit confusing. If we start going down this path, and I'm just bringing this up, and we say, okay, this is going to be unisex, which is fine, how are people going to be able to determine, especially if you're doing it off of a website, how that will actually work in that particular regards on what will work best for that particular person? Now, I am asking the question because I'm slightly confused. Now, what is your opinion on it? That's probably going to be one of the most important portions as we do talk about this. Because how do you look at this? Does it make sense to do this and go ahead and move this forward? And now we did say that we are trying to make this a law in California. 
So how does that work? How does that work going forward? Because that's the other aspect there. A lot of stuff going on inside of there that needs to be considered and talked about. It just can't be one of these things where we turn around and go, oh, that's great. Because is it or is it not? That's the other thing. So maybe that's part of the conversation that we have going forward. I don't know. Think about it for a moment as we do continue to move and groove inside of here of the Rated R Safety Show. With streams so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. A senior World Health Organization official said that the COVID vaccine should not be mandated for international travel because of the numerous concerns. At a press briefing on Monday, Dr. Michael Ryan said that vaccination is just not available enough around the world and it is not available certainly on an equitable basis. He also noted that it would be unfair for people who cannot be vaccinated for certain reasons and that requiring vaccine passports might allow inequity and unfairness to further brand it into the system, into the system. Oh, my Lord. So there you go. So I don't know. What do you think? The who, not the band, has previously stated that it's still unknown how long the immunity from the vaccine will last. It's so weird. I mean, and I know we're in some strange times, definitely some strange times. But man, how do you look at this? How do you look at this? And then how how does that passport work? If we do go that route, and then the other portion to think about as we are going through it, if you get the passport, and you have the passport, and you move forward with the passport, when you get to go anywhere, how is that going to be looked upon, and how long is a passport valid for? Because nobody can tell you how long the vaccine is technically going to work for. So maybe that's another part of the equation. So did you hear about this? Let's talk a little bit more about some other things going on. 29 minutes past the top of the hour, just in case. So yesterday was International Women's Day. And somebody decided to tweet this sucker out. Women belong in in the kitchen. Yeah, you heard me. You heard me correctly. That was what the tweet said. That is the tweet that was sent out on International Women's Day by the head honcho at Burger King's British office as a way to hype new scholarship program. As the Internet started to call for the cancellation of the burger joint, BK added, if they want want to, of course, and then plugged their scholarship, which meant to uplift their female employees who want to move past fry cook and become a chef inside of the kitchen. Hours later, BK added another tweet that read, we are proud to be launching a new scholarship program which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. So here we go. This is where you start questioning, is this advertisement at its finest or is this advertising and marketing at its worst? And don't get me wrong, I understand play on words because I'm not going to say that I don't, but what do you think here? What do you think about that one? Um, how do you think that that should go over? Does this get you excited about the program? Or does this in turn piss you off and go, it was very insensitive on how they went around doing this. And I'm just asking the question to ask because that's what I do here. Because if I didn't do it, who the hell would? So there you go. Some things to think about for sure. 
as we do move forward on this lovely show today. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. A lot of stuff, a lot of things to talk about inside of the world of the news and all that kind of stuff. You know, so it's been some time. And so I think we're okay now to talk about it. It is 7.31 in the morning or 31 minutes past the top of the hour, and it is March the 9th. So has ta- some time has went by, and I think the discussion can be had now about the mistake that was the Justice League. Yeah, and that's not a joke. So think about this for a moment. Think about how we kind of look at that branding and how we look at this and how it's been tainted. And I will tell you that after the actions that have occurred recently, it's been tainted some more. So think about this for a moment. There is right now a much anticipated movie known as the Snyder Cut that is coming out of the Justice League. Well, if you did not hear about this, there was a huge mistake yesterday. So this movie's anticipated to be about four hours, but if you had the great opportunity yesterday afternoon and clicked on that lovely movie that's on HBO Max at the moment, known as Tom and Jerry, you might have been in for a small surprise. Because it started playing Justice League. The anticipated four-hour cut from the director Zack Snyder played for some users who attempted to access Tom and Jerry. Fans have been waiting for years for its arrival, and Monday's Zack Snyder's Justice League came 10 days early for some HBO Max subscribers. For reasons unknown, when some users attempted to play Tom and Jerry and the new CGI live-action hybrid film, the director Tim Story instead, the upcoming Justice League cut played. The anticipated four-hour film from Zack Snyder is not due until March 18th, so we're talking about a week away. Snyder's Justice League was temporarily available on HBO Max, and the error was addressed within minutes, and the streaming service said it in a statement. The Justice League error first came to light when Doug Bass of Charlotte, North Carolina, noted it on Twitter. Bass told The Hollywood Reporter that he attempted to watch Tom and Jerry, who knows why, but instead was able to access one hour of the Justice League before it was cut off. When Bass tried to restart the film, Tom and Jerry played as it should have, suggesting that the users were unable to cash on the certain end to the Justice League in the window that it was available. You shouldn't have said anything. Several other users have noted this error, and THR was able to access Justice League via HBO Max when THR attempted to play Tom and Jerry. First, an error message appeared, and then the Snyder Cut League <laughs> cut began. Um, when pausing the film, a message said users was watching Tom and Jerry. Some users shared the screenshot of Justice League, but on Monday night, Twitter sent... <laughs> takedown notices on behalf of Warner Brothers to those who did the screenshot. Zack Snyder's Justice League is one of the most anticipated HBO Max titles of the year. Its journey to the screen has been, you know, an object of fashion among fans and, and project taking the mythic st- status in the years to come. And let's just be realistic. What has happened with that movie was there was a giant piece of crap that was released a few years ago. And that movie was, uh, let's just be realistic. It was unwatchable. 
I mean, it. <laughs> it's this kind of a joke on how it was. So, of course, people got to have been excited since the announcement of the Snyder's Cut. So, of course, with yesterday going down the way that it did, which was a huge mistake from HBO Max, and those things occur, but it did cause, here's the fun part, did cause a skyrocket in subscriptions yesterday as people thought that that was actually something that was live and available. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's tons of people waiting for actually watching Snyder's Cut. But what it started getting me to think about right away is when we have errors inside of our industry and the things that we do and how we talk about them. But here's the thing. Sometimes when something major, a major catastrophic event like that occurs, because it is catastrophic because, you know, we're talking about bottom line here. But when we start talking about this and we start taking a look at this, when you think about this, when you think about the whole aspect of it, just take one moment and you and something kind of goes out of proportion that was kind of supposed to be left back behind for a period of time, X release date or something goes wrong. How do we normally take the impact inside of our organization? How do we look into these things? How do we change them? How do we do all the fun stuff that we do? I mean, I'm just asking the question, of course. Do we go as the HBO Max style did right there and go in front and talk to everyone of, hey, yeah, we did screw up? Or do we kind of try to keep it behind the closed doors? I'm just asking the question, of course. Not trying to be mean and green and all that stuff. So what do you think about this? Do you think that this was a marketing genius thing that they did and this was done on purpose? Or do you think that this was an error? I'm just asking. I mean, a lot of people have been waiting for this Snyder's cut. So what are you thinking? I think, you know, it's an interesting mistake and definitely, definitely something worth sharing. How do you handle mistakes inside of your organization? And if you don't handle those mistakes, how are they handled within the organization? Because we do talk about the five principles all the time. Error is normal. So do you just look at that as an error and move forward? So now the question becomes is what learnings are going to come out of it and what safeguards will be put into place moving forward? That's always part of the fun of the discussions that we have here on the Rated R Safety Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. 
Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Oh, there you go. It's it's called It Breaks Me Down. Paralyte, that's who that is. And this song is readily available on Spotify and iTunes. <laughs> oh, I, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting seeing some of the disappointment um, that some people had inside of the box in regards of what they thought I was going to talk about. That's perfectly fine. It's okay. It is okay. It's just another lovely Tuesday here. What did you think I was going to say? Seriously? <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll just continue talking. Anyway, so let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world. So you know that this was making making the, the round. So let's talk, let's talk about it. Some experts are suggesting that the drug Ambien may have been involved in Tiger Woods' single car rollover crash on February the 23rd, which sent him to the hospital with multiple leg injuries. USA Today spoke to multiple experts about the crash who said they can't draw conclusions about the cause and that this could be just another explorationist, but less than medical emergency or medicines of potential causes. Charles Schrock, a former New Hampshire state police trooper who is now president of the Crash Esberg, suggested that Wood's history with Ambien could serve as an explanation. Ambien was a medication primarily used for short-term treatment of sleeping problems. So there you go. I'm not sure if I want to admit that I have um, sleeping problems. Um, so there you go. There you go. I don't. I don't know. I, I have sleeping issues. I don't think I'm going to pop an ambient, but that's just me. I, let's talk. Let's talk about some more accidents in the world of celebrities, just for the sake of talking about it, because we're already kind of here. So, in the wake of Ashley Judge's catastrophic accident in Congo during during which she nearly lost a leg, she now considers herself look lucky. On Instagram, Judge thanked the medical professionals for seven hours of intensive, brilliant, inspired surgical work on my bones and nerve, adding that it, it took stamina, focus, and humility to consult with some experts around the country. 
whom I also deeply thank. Last month, Judd tripped over a fallen tree at 4.30 in the morning in a the Democratic Republic of Congo while doing while doing conservation work on the Bondambos and endangered primates. So there you go. So that's some interesting stuff there. So good to see that she is back and recovering um, well there. Let's continue talking. Entourage star Kevin Conley threw a tantrum after his car was towed from a from a flower shop. The store manager, what? How did this even make it in here? Go go throw your tantrum somewhere else. Who cares? Nobody cares about this right now. Wham. Call me a wambulance. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's continue talking. Let's talk about the entertainment roundup. Yeah, here we go. A Japanese dance company has come up with a new novel way of bringing people back to the to their live performance while maintaining social distance. Audience members can sit on a stool in separated cubicles surrounding the stage. Each cubicle has its own door and peephole style slots, through which they can also view the performance. The Moonlight Mobile Theater began with a peephole viewing in December after being forced to cancel most of its shows last year due to the pandemic since then all 12 of their people performances have sold out 30 people are allowed in the audience for each show i guess it starts but i don't see that the audience of that size being enough to convince the the stones to hit the road again i'm just saying just throwing that out there i guess it's all placed on um based on price please 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 do not say the words people again because it just sounds sounds a little weird so the performance are surrounding by the uh, the performers are surrounded by the audience one problem that that you know what what's the point of getting this backstage pass then at that particular point you know what i'm saying a lot of stuff going on there so let's talk about this and this is this is where it's gonna get kind of strange so bear with me as we go through it cancel culture the board game yep not joking here toy manufacturer mattel is is cleaning up the game Scrabble in the UK, removing hundreds of so-called offensive words from the game. Two British Scrabble champs, Craig Craig Beavers, <laughs> is worried that many competitive players will quit because of this, he says. The woke bridge is ruining the game, and now other scramblers are concerned about commonly used slang words as boffing, farting, fatso, and arse may no longer be eligible as once as the game makers finalize its progress of, of the list of forbidden words. Mattel, which also <laughs> which also holds the right to the games outside of the U.S., has confirmed that the words are being compiled for deletion because in Scrabble, as it is in life, the words we choose matter. Scrabble's association with, <laughs> with either have also accepted have accepted the new list and will be forced to stop using the, the name Scrabble when promoting their events and organizations. So there you go. Many of them believe that they hold their arshes until they actually see the list. The problem is that the dirty words have been letters and that suggest higher points. This could definitely spell trouble. No joke here. No joke here. People are losing their minds. I don't know. I mean, are they losing their minds? It's something It's something interesting for sure. It's something interesting. I mean, we talked about it yesterday that Pepe Le Pew is going to be gone from Looney Tunes because it believes that it inspires and influences rape culture. Now we're talking about changing the words on the game of Scrabble. So I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of interesting things going on for sure as we do talk about it. Um, Let's talk a little bit more real quick. The peanut butter gallery. Yeah, the peanut butter gallery. What is your favorite kind of peanut butter? Not your favorite brand, but 
creamy or crunchy because which type you like might say something about you as well think about it there when then just when your favorite type of peanut butter is it could reveal the relationship is headed to a sticky situation one pulse survey that the peanut butter preferences of 2000 americans found that those who enjoy crunchy kind are have cheerier outlook on life 63 percent who prefer the crunchy or peanut butter describe themselves as optimists compared to the 56 percent who prefer creamy creamy peanut butter were found to be more likely to be an early bird and to be introverted this country, this crunchy counterparts, which are also more likely to be uh, night owls and extroverts. One third of the respondents um, describe themselves as extremely passionate about their peanut butter preference. How passionate? Nearly half said that du- that would be du- a deal breaker to find that their date is a- opposed to the side of creamier country debate. I grew up in the sticks, so you'll get that kind of sale. You know, whatever you get is whatever the hell's on sale. That's for sure. I'm good with either kind as long as you don't try to give me that fake natural stuff. And then one thing I think of is that the degree of of it is diet peanut butter sucks. Um, so coming in from the box, what if you hate peanut butter? I don't like peanut butter personally. I don't care for it. Personal opinion, don't care for it. It's perfectly fine. Peanut butter is peanut butter and it's not my gig. And that's perfectly fine. If I have to have peanut butter because there is some cases in life where I do. I use the powder one. So there you go. Let's talk a little bit more. Let's talk about what happened in the lottery real quick. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $68 million jackpot or a $46.3 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $155 million jackpot or $106.5 million cash payout. So there you go. There you go. A lot of stuff going on. So let's talk a little bit more. As you're taking a look around, you know that over the last few days, we've been talking a little bit about everything. We have mentioned the Meghan Markle interview that just recently occurred. So what do you think? Did you take a view? Did you take a listen? Did you go back and take a watch? Or did you take a hard pass on it? It's been interesting seeing some of the things that are going on, and I know that we're kind of going off to the side here, but something to think about. I don't know. Kind of, it's been an interesting aspect. I have not watched the full thing yet. I need to sit down and plan that out to be able to watch it and really have a, a, a further discussion about it. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more. Megan the Stallion, Billie Eilish, and Taylor Swift are among the performers at this year's Grammy Awards. The event, hosted by Trevor Noah, will be... will. Feature a handful of performances by music top artists, including BTMS, BTMS, listen to me, BTS, Harry Styles, Bad Bunny, Cardi B, Dua Lipa, maybe we should just leave it right there, and Post Malone. The 63rd Annual Grammy Awards will air this Sunday. So there you go. Some information going on inside of there. Um, Let's talk a little bit more. Let's talk about things that occurred back on this date. Back on this date in 2020, even though it seems like a lifetime ago, Italy announces it is locking down the whole country due to the spike in COVID-19 cases. At the time, the country reported 10,040 cases and 630 deaths. That was a year ago. Back on this date as well, in 1997, Notorious B.I.G. is murdered in Los Angeles. 
It is suspected that the West Coast gangs were behind the hit. Tupac Shakur had been killed for six months earlier in Las Vegas. Two years earlier, Tupac was shot during a robbery of New York recording studio, which he believed was ordered by Biggie. And the back and forth continued. So there you go. There is a new Netflix documentary, if I do remember correctly, about the life of Biggie Smalls. Anyways, let's continue to talk real quick. Um, today, let's talk about some birthday. Bow Wow turns 34. Brittany Snow. Oh, good old Brittany Snow. She turns 35 today. Matt Barnes turns 41. Oscar Isaac turns 42. Lonnie Price turns 62. And Mark Mancina turns 64. So there you go. That's some birthdays going on real quick. Before we get too far, let's talk about some of my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. That's the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention or AFSP.org. If you want to find out more information or you're struggling from depression or contemplating suicide, whether you have struggles with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one or know that you know that you're not not alone hear about people's exp- personal experience from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide you can give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-TALK 1-800-273-8255 or here we go finally you can actually do talk to 741 text the word talk to 741 741 that's talk to 741 741 so they're able they're there 24 hours a day seven days a week like i've said a hundred times and i'll say a hundred times again here we go here we go do not make the next move until you give them a call Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Alan. Morning, Doc. Great shout out to AFSB. Thank you. Thank you. I've, they're, they're great in what they're doing out there. So I think that it's important for all of us to have access to them and at least put it as subject of conversation at all times. Let's continue talking a little bit more of the things that are going on inside of the world. Alan Wolford, before, we, before I get too far, I'm still dying to have you, Betty, and JR on the show. Yes. I don't want it to, you know, to ever be one of these things that it, the conversation ever stops. We need to to have dragging up 6.0 on the show and do some things there. Let's continue talking real quick. Did you know? Let's go into the did you know section. Five daily servings of fruits and veggies is enough to help you live long, a longer life, according to a new study published by Circulation, the Journal Study of American Heart Association. Analysis data formed from 2 million people found that two servings of fruits and three servings of vegetables per day is the ideal ratio to live longer. <laughs> a new release says that the diets with rich fruits and vegetables help reduce the risk of numerous chronic health conditions that are leading causes of death, including cardiovascular disease such as cancer. So there you go. Some stuff to think about. And then if you know, if, if things are not going too well and you're not eating the right diet, well, I got somebody you, who you can call. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. 
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. I just checked. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. This is Alan. I just checked with Betty yesterday. She got back from Florida. Jared is setting up a new studio in Washington State. Eh, Sounds like we can still pull it off. We can still pull it off. She just came back from Florida. Hey, I I know a guy that lives there. I know a few guys that live in Florida. Okay, anyways, let's continue talking a little bit as we're getting into the end of the show. 55 minutes past the top of the hour as we are talking today. All the lovely stuff. If you need a reason to celebrate today, today is National Barbie Day. National Crab Meat Day, National Get Over It Day, National Meatball Day, and National Panic Day. Boy, what a hell of a combination of days to be celebrating today, that's for sure. That's one way to look at it as we are talking about it. Okay, so let's continue. Let's continue going, 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 going. At the top of the hour, we will be going over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come out, hang out with us, I will continue doing some news, some information, as we call it, Jay Allen in the morning over there, doing some things that are going on around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. So we'll get into some deeper stuff about the news and the things that are going on. Let's go through some other aspects real quick. If you need a random joke for today, why don't you try this one? The only thing I can do better than anyone else is read my own handwriting spoken like a true doctor uh if you need a phone starter for a day try this one in what inappropriate setting have you texted someone in the shower in a meeting during a religious service during sex or are there inappropriate situations for texting anymore i mean i just wonder the ones that i always love is the people that you hear texting inside of the public bathrooms they're at the stall hanging out literally hanging out and they have their phone in one hand and then whatever else in the other as there are texting away hey i mean do you do you you do you uh if you need a, a conversation or a question for the water cooler for today try this one a survey found that 20 percent of office workers have one of these in their desk what is it a toothbrush it's definitely a toothbrush a brave move to have definitely at your desk as you are moving forward anyway so there you go that's a lot of the stuff that is going on thank you for always coming out hanging out with us first thing in the morning in the est that's the eastern standard time as we are hanging out over here we will continue going on throughout the day so normally i tell people when you get when we get to this portion of the show you have kind of two splits if you want to continue hanging out with us if you continue on on safetyfm.com or on the app or on the streamer, you can actually continue to listen to some more safety stuff. If you go towards the other side where you go to radiobig.fm, we'll play some music, do some different things. Chris Russell comes in at our 10 o'clock hour, so about two hours and three minutes away. And he'll come in, take over for the rest, of the, take over for a segment, and then we'll kind of continue that whole thing if you decide to want to come out and hang out and do those things. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on as we do talk about it. So... Thank you for taking a listen to what we have going on. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Nothing shows a man's character more than what he laughs at. Think about that in that particular fashion. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and Radio Big. Dot com. So there you go. Not dot .com, dot .fm. I can never get that thing straight. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listeners. Without you, we cannot do what we do here at Safety FM. Be on the lookout tomorrow because I'm going to share something kind of big with you tomorrow. If <laughs> you want to take a listen to what is going on there. Some people have already told me I'm crazy about this idea, but we'll see how that goes. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh.
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.